Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, ladies. You know what I need and you know what the fans want. So, feel free to let her rip. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B.I.G. Too many people on Earth. I think we're right. So we got to figure out a way to get to Mars. Make some more people up there or something. I don't know. It's getting crowded down here. Sam, the last time we sang that song, we were in love. Yeah, we almost got engaged. I put a ring in a piece of cake. I ate the cake. And then, when we went through your stool, there were two diamond rings in there. That's how I knew you were cheating on me. Sam, I'm still so sorry about that. We don't have to go down that road. I'm not. Okay, you two. Make love to my ears. Bareback, baby. No, Jimmy. Raw dog. Our feature presentation. Not sure that's our strength. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Monday morning, the 23rd of July. What's up? You know, had a great weekend at uh, Comic-Con. Yeah, I saw some of your pictures. Love it so much. It's a lot of people, though. It's too many people. It would destroy you within 30 seconds. I know. I know. <laughs> Believe me, I, I got the heebie-jeebies just looking at your photos. <laughs> Although, I don't uh, I don't hate a world where every other woman is dressed like Wonder Woman. Right? That's not a bad uh, that's not a bad universe to live in. But then you have to trade off for all the people, so what are you going to do? I know. Yeah. I know. It's a tough one. Hey, um, I know you, you, you won't... You won't use a wallet. Kevin is a guy who refuses to have a wallet. He hates wallets. Doesn't like to sit on a wallet. Doesn't want to keep track of a wallet. No interest in a wallet. It's Correct? annoying. Yeah, it's that's annoying. Still, that's still your policy, right? Yeah. You're, I mean, if you, if you stopped 100 grown men on the street, what percentage don't use a wallet, do you think? Well, I have just, no way of knowing, but I... Just you, maybe? Maybe. Because <laughs> I was just thinking when you, you know, you called in stranded in the parking lot again this morning because you didn't have a key card. I was thinking, you know what would correct that problem? You know what would make that easier to keep track of? Yeah. Having a wallet? You know what would make that wallet thicker and more painful? Uh-huh. That key card in it? Key card. <laughs> so you can't win. I mean, I just can't. <laughs> so. A, it's a real dilemma. <laughs> We're just going to have to hire somebody to wait outside for me every day. I think you that's know, the um, there are some businesses, I think we've talked about this briefly, there are some companies now that are giving you the option, and thank God it's not mandatory at this point, to get a little uh, little chip installed under your skin. What? And, and then you could just, oh yeah, yeah, for key cards. Hmm. And, then, and then you just wave your hand when you walk in, you never have to worry about it again. Hmm. And, and I would be surprised, by the way, to see that technology get to the point where that's where your driver's license is, that's where your credit cards are, that's where everything is. You don't. You don't ever have to. You know. You don't have to carry anything with you. It's just. It's. It's on you. He'd still lose it. <laughs> I'd still lose it. That's yeah. true. <laughs> That's very true. Anyway, we have an enormous program today. 
huge musical superstar on the program today. We got a singles party to tell you about. We got Comic Con stuff to recap. We got so much going on. But before we get to all of that, I saw this story, and I've got a, I think, a decent BS meter when a story is fake. Okay. I mean, I've been. Uh, there's no question. I have from from time to time uh, believed a story. Maybe oh, we all because, have. We all have. Maybe, maybe because I wanted to, yeah, and of then it turned out to not be true. I mean, half the stories that people kindly try to send me for What's Up With Florida or Death Corner are things that just never happen. They're just made-up stories. This one, my initial response was it couldn't have happened. But I've done the research, and it checks out. Shocking moment, a female passenger pees on the floor of a flight from Britain to Poland because she wasn't allowed to use the toilet. Now... There are photos even of this, by the way. Who's taking photos of that? I know, right? What's wrong with people? Now, my initial... I think she's peeing. Get out your phone. (laughs) My initial uh, red flag on this story is that the airline that she is flying on is Wizz Air. Oh, come on. (laughs) And I know your initial reaction is, no, sir. W-I-Z? W-I-Z-Z. Oh, come on now. Wizz Air. Nope. Turns out it's a legitimate airline that has been in existence uh, with flights mainly around Poland and the rest of Europe since uh, 2003. They uh, they fly to 139 cities. It's a low-cost airline based in Hungary. And she was on a flight from London to Warsaw. And she was told because they were in takeoff mode, they were getting the cabin ready to take off, and you know they don't let you get up there and get in the bathroom during that time. She was told, I'm sorry, you have to wait. She said she couldn't wait. Here's my thing, though. If you're that, if you have to go that bad, mm-hmm. you can use it while people are getting on the plane. Right. I would think so. so that's too. sort of on her. Uh, sort of. Yeah, no, I, I, I see that. I mean, I don't know all the circumstances. It's possible she, you know, rushed into that plane at the last second. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the detail. But you would think if you have to pee so bad that you end up going on the floor that you would have had to pee when you got on the plane 10 minutes right. earlier. I agree with you on that. I think it is on her. So, uh, in shocking footage, the young woman is seen squatting against a wall while chatting with a friend on the phone. She's talking on the phone to somebody while she's doing it. She's saying, uh, you have to help me before the flight takes off. I'm peeing in the aircraft. I asked the cabin crew if I could use the toilet, but then I said I couldn't right now. So, I'm peeing in the galley right in front of them. The police are coming in because it's my fault. It's all my fault. So, so she, she wasn't sitting in her seat at the time? No. What? She, she went up to the area where the flight to, where the flight attendants are, where they do the kitchen and all that kind of stuff. Right? And they just march her territory? <laughs> and she, uh, she's so she's calling her friend to go. They've called the police on me. I need your help because it's all my fault, which it is, by the way. Cabin crew members can be heard berating the woman. One saying, "Are you being serious? This is disgusting. You're a grown woman." To which the passenger replies, "Yes, I know, but I did ask." The flight attendant then says, "So you think it's okay to pee on the floor?" So I guess my question for you is, besides the fact that she's a dumbass and should have thought of this earlier, is. What what should she have done in that situation if she's in the seat? They've already said no toilet. She shouldn't have peed in her seat. I think that would have made things worse, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, you, you don't pee, pee in, in your to- own seat. No, you don't want to pee in the gal- gallery either. No, gallery. you don't. Right. You don't at all. So, um, again, what was she doing 10 minutes before the flight took off? And can't she wait five minutes till they get high enough that she can stand up and go use it? I mean... We all have had that moment where you cannot not pee. But almost all the time, mm-hmm. y- you'd make it another four or five minutes. Right. 
Almost all the time. I don't uh, I don't like it, by the way. Oh, maybe it's just a genius advertising campaign. For Wiz Air? Yes. <laughs> Wiz Air. And then they show her. After disembarkation, while waiting for the authorities' arrival, the situation escalated. The airline said the aircraft was uh, uh, refueling and the laboratories could not be used as a standard procedure. As a result, the passengers' behavior became aggressive and offensive toward the crew. Safety is our top priority, and the airline has zero tolerance for abusive behavior. This is now a matter for the police. Not a... Uh, not a great flight, by the way. Not, not a, fun for, at the very beginning of it, too. Yeah, not fun for anybody else on the plane who now walks by a wet spot every time they go up to the bathroom. Although people were taking pictures, which they I find were. very funny. Yes, it is. Uh, it's crazy that there's photo and video of this. <laughs> oh dear lord! Uh, what are you going to do? Right? Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Uh, I'd rather you Google it. <laughs> uh, Mama Mugs is on the program today. Yes, I feel real good about the Dodgers in the second half, by the way, but I'm sure that she doesn't. Well, of course, she's the worst Dodgers fan ever. Mm -hmm. That claims to be the biggest Dodger fan ever. Well, she keeps her expectations low. Very, yeah. Um, If the team gets behind, she turns it off. Right. That's not not a fan. That isn't a fan. Uh, You got duped by a scam. I don't know if you guys have seen the latest scam that's going around, but they send you, sometimes it's an email, sometimes it's a letter through the mail. And it says, I have information about you cheating. If you send me some money, I can make it go away. And I think they're just, you know, trying to hit everybody with it. And they think they'll get enough people who mm-hmm. are cheating mm-hmm. that will pay them. Interesting. Odd, right? Yeah. Uh, Damon Albarn from Gorillas is going to be on the program today. Uh, also talking about the Gorillas K-Rock sticker campaign. Um, we have great news because it's Monday, got some Comic-Con interviews coming up and a singles party. We're going to tell you all about and give away tickets twice this morning on the uh, show. So we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. So you're telling me that after the show on Friday. Yes. You ran into everybody at Comic-Con. Well, I got to interview John Cena. Nice. He's in Bumblebee. Got to interview Haley Steinfeld, also from Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Got to interview Riz Ahmed. Wow, I love him so much. And super brilliant and yeah. uh, really the opposite of me in every way. hes uh, I fell in love with him on the night before, but of course he's Star Wars. He's everything. I yeah. love, he's Venom or something. No, right? he's in Venom, yeah. yeah. He's not Venom, but he's in Venom. In Venom, right. Uh, Jake Johnson. Oh. Talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. All right. Uh, we also talked to Riza and we talked to Milana Vintroop. Oh, I love her so much. And do you think I got her last name right? Uh, I'm be- I'm guessing you did. In front of her? <laughs> can't I did wait. Not, I did not, sir. <laughs> I can't wait. And I've said it right 25 times. <laughs> yes, Does, you have. It just doesn't matter. It's a name you know. We're going to do those just after the top of the hour. Looking forward to that. Hey, Allie's off today. Quick look at what's happening. I want to start with a giveaway here on this Monday morning. Since we're getting ready to go to nuclear war with Iran, I thought this might be a good time to just lift your spirits in every way that we can. With a four-pack of passage to the Carewick Advanced Screening of Disney's new Christopher Robin. Let me tell you something about this uh, Christopher Robin, first of all. A real dude, a real dude, uh, who is the basis of the Winnie the Pooh, A.A. Milne books. I don't understand that sentence. He's a, You're saying he, it is a real dude? I'm saying he's a real person. Yes, I'm okay. saying that A.A. Mill had a son named Christopher Robin, if I remember correctly, and somebody's going to correct me if I'm wrong, who had a little a little bear named Winnie the Pooh. 
is okay. my understanding of how that story came. And uh, and Ewan McGregor uh, is in this movie, to Haley Atwell, and you get a four-pack of tickets to see the K-Rock Advance screening at Edward Zervine Spectrum, July 31st, if you call right now at 1-800-520-1067. Speaking of movies, Kevin, you probably didn't get to see anything I because of Comic-Con this weekend, yeah. but Denzel Washington, back at the top, number one. His first ever sequel, by the way. Equalizer 2's out? Yes. Oh, I want to see that so bad. It looks so good. He is the coolest guy in the world, isn't he? Oh, that first one was fantastic. I love that they did two. Yep, the sec- and, and Denzel must have also, because like I said, he's never done a sequel before, so he must have really connected with it. But he is a hitman, and it scored number one, $35 million, just ahead of Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, which I suspect, by the way, is going to be one of those movies that's going to play for the next six months. Yeah. That, that would be a ladies' movie for a long time. So even <laughs> though it came in at number two, I think Mamma Mia is going to be fine. Hotel Transylvania 3 was 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp was 4, and The Incredibles 2 was number 5. I am actually excited about this documentary. Chip, where are you on the uh, on the ska days of the 90s? Were you down with all of that? Oh, yeah, all up in it. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Real Big Fish, No Doubt, Sublime. It was a moment in time, and of course, here on K-Rock, we played them all, and so many more. And somebody decided that they need to make a movie about that. It's called Pick It Up. I saw this at krock.com, by the way. They put up a Kickstarter, and I don't know why they were only looking to raise $40,000 because I don't think you can get craft services on a movie for $40,000. Weird. But they passed that in the first day and at the end of the first week have have raised over $118,000 so far. Wow. So a lot lot of people are into this third wave wave ska. Not only the bands I uh, mentioned, but uh, interviews with them and also Fishbone and Save Ferris and Let's Go Bowling and uh, and Less Than Jake. And the list just goes on and on and on. I just think that's a fascinating period. I mean, we look back on it now and we can't believe how popular that music was. Just like for like a year, remember? Yeah. The, uh, you know, the, the Cherry Pop and Daddies were popular. Yep. <laughs> I mean, things come Maybe not even a full year. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I think that's a cool idea. I'm excited about that. I do too. You say they're just starting to make it? Just starting to make uh, it. Yeah. More music news. Friday, Chris Cornell's birthday, his wife announced that they were going to be unveiling a life-size bronze statue to Chris in Seattle at the Museum of Pop Culture. If you've ever been to Seattle, this is the very ugly building at the base of the Space Needle that used to be known as the Experience Music Project. And, and we... it's the place where they put gum on the outside of the wall. Nope. Different <laughs> place. Heard. Okay. They uh, they renamed it the Museum of Pop Culture a few years ago, but it's going to be Chris Cornell, like I said, a life-size statue in his signature boots, dog tag, and long locks. The unveiling is going to set place on August the 29th. That was the announcement that his wife, Vicky, made on Friday on what would have been his 54th birthday. I still, from time to time, realize that Chris Cornell is gone, and it surprised me in a yeah, way. yeah, it's a bummer. Um, something else that came out of Comic Con this weekend that I thought was interesting is the Family Guy panel unveiled a couple of bits of information that I think you'll enjoy. You know, they're coming up on I think they're like on season nineteen now, which is like insane, that. which is amazing, and it's still so good. They are going to rename the high school on Family Guy, which, as you know, has been the James Woods Regional High School. Which I I don't know what the history <laughs> is of why they named it after James Woods. <laughs> But he's not the most popular guy in Hollywood anymore. He has uh, become better known for his far-right politics now than he has for any kind of acting. So Peter said, no. Right. So they're renaming it to, you want to take a guess who they're naming the high school after? Who are they naming the high school after? It's going to make perfect sense when I tell you. Adam West. Adam West. Yes. Well done. I got one question right in my life. 
We thought it was Woo-hoo! fitting to pay tribute to him, not only as a character, but as a person in our lives. So the executive producer, Steve Callahan, at the Family Guy panel in San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, we decided to rename the high school on the show, and from this point forward, it will be the Adam West Regional High School. For people who don't get the connection, Adam West was the mayor of Quahog for many, many years on Family Guy. I was good friends with everybody on the show. Uh, they also unveiled some of the next season's guest stars, Patrick Stewart, Kyrie Irving, Johnny Weir, Tara Lipinski, Sarah Paulson, Sam Elliott, Brian Cranston, and Niecy Nash wow. will all be on Family Guy next year. And one plot line that Seth MacFarlane was very interested in doing and was involved personally in writing is a Me Too moment for Quagmire. Oh. <laughs> Quagmire. Yes, that makes perfect sense. As you know, has been essentially a pig for all 19 seasons of The Family Guy, and he will finally have to deal with the repercussions of his inappropriate behavior. He is a uh, serial sexual assaulter, essentially. And even underage, of course. Yes, of course. So, so uh, Rich Apple, a showrunner for Family Guy, said the Me Too stuff has become such a cultural force while we were thinking next season, we thought we'd take it head on with an episode around Quagmire. By the way, this surprised me, too, that we won't see these episodes for a year. The episodes that they are writing now will take a year to be, to be drawn and get on our TV. Wow. So there's quite a little bit of a lag time. But Quagmire definitely has it coming for sure. No kidding. Today's celebrity birthday slash from Guns N' Roses. Also, Daniel Radcliffe, a past Kevin and Bean Comic-Con guest. Harry Potter himself is 29 years old today. The great actor Woody Harrelson celebrates his birthday today. Marlon Wayans and Charisma Carpenter, too. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. So I did a lot of interviews at Comic-Con. And a lot of them were, you know... Two, two and a half minutes, Bean. So I don't have time to play all of them. So I just picked some clips okay. to play. The first one is John Cena, who is one of the stars of Bumblebee, which I can't wait for. Um, and John Cena's uh, rather large. and he's, so He's a big man. It cracked was, me. He was wearing a suit, too, I bet. He was wearing a suit. He's always wearing a suit. He looks so good in a suit. He really does, yeah. And he's always dressed up, and I just felt like a complete slob. But the interview started like this, and I found it weird. Here with uh, John Cena. Talk- what? That's me. Yes. Right. You think they were going to think that I was John Cena? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> right? Maybe. <laughs> maybe they think it's me. You play uh, Agent Burns in this movie, yes. and they've referenced a lot Sector 7. Yes. What is that? Do we know? Uh, if, if you're familiar with the franchise, yeah. you certainly have an idea of what that is. If you sort are- of a shadowy government group you're if, not sure if you are unfamiliar with the franchise you'll find out on december 21st when okay. you see the movie please tell me that you will have something in this movie that will erase the memory of butt chugging and blockers i hope you never erase that memory <laughs> my friend and thank you for watching the movie mm. Mm. <laughs> when i see him i think of that scene how can you not uh Haley steinfeld oh i love her so much is the star of bumblebee she's mm-hmm. the person that finds the actual transformer and uh, she is amazing, and I wanted to find out how young she was when the first Transformers came out. Talking to Haley about Bumblebee, which comes out December 21st. Um, how old were you when the first one came out? I don't know. 10, 11? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and is it fun to be actually in a movie that you sort of grew up with? Oh, my God, absolutely. I mean, I, I distinctly remember seeing that first Transformers, and um, it's always crazy when, when something like that comes full circle, when you can remember seeing something, and then all of a sudden you're, you're in it, you're a part of it. Your job seems very difficult in that this seems to be a very... Very emotional plot line, and you're sort of very emotional. You have emotional connection with Bumblebee. What are you acting opposite when you're doing that? Uh, either a tennis ball on a stick. A tennis ball on a stick so you know where to look? Yes. Okay. For the most part, it was either a tennis ball, a piece of tape, sometimes a laser. Isn't that weird? That yeah. seems janky. Tennis ball on a stick. 
I mean, that's very, very common in green screen movies, and you got to give the actors a lot of credit for being able to connect with them. Agreed. She um, was born in uh, 1996, by the way. Oh, okay. So she was 11. <laughs> she was little. <laughs> uh, next was Riz Ahmed, who is in Venom. He's the doctor in Venom, and he had an Oxford education. And I, they were sort of rushing us, so I sort of wanted to get into the fact that he went to Oxford, uh-huh. and he studied philosophy and economics and stuff like that, and now he's a movie star. How did that happen? And uh, rightfully so. I mean, he thought I was Oxford educated. So Oxford educated, politics. Oh, you. No, not me, wow, you. Oh man. No, no. You look smart, dude. I'm... Right? <laughs> no one's ever said that before. No one's ever misjudged a person more. <laughs> uh, your last couple of years have been a whirlwind. I mean, you've been in Rogue One and Nightcrawler and Jason Bourne, and now you're in this movie, and it looks fantastic. Tell me about your character in Venom. Um, my character is called Carlton Drake. He's a genius inventor, billionaire. And right now, at this moment in his career, he's trying to solve the problem of where will humans live when the Earth collapses ecologically. So his answer is, how about we explore outer space? And in exploring outer space, he comes across these symbiotes. So that's um, Carlton Drake. And, you know, he's someone who's trying to ensure a future for humanity. In his mind, he's a good guy. He's doing the right thing. Just means that some individual lives may bite the dust along the way. You might bite the dust along the way, and that would be Tom Hardy, who mixes with um, with the whatever substance it is and becomes venom. And this is based on a true story. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Right. Yeah. Uh, he is in an animated movie at the end of the year that looks so good. Most of the animated movies, I'm like, okay, you know, I'll give it a try, but I'm not really excited about it. But this is an alternate universe where there's more than one Spider-Man. And so he's an older Spider-Man, and he's trying to train a younger kid to become Spider-Man in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Tell me about uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's Peter Parker at 40. It's Peter Parker kind of tired of being Spider-Man, but needing help from a 14-year-old kid who might be more talented than him, which is a tough pill to swallow for anybody who knows what it's like to get a little bit older. But the next generation's here, and they're kind of good at things. It seems like your version of Peter Parker is, I mean, you're not a slob, you're not, you're almost a homeless Spider-Man. That's right. I like to view it as the very realistic Peter Parker. It's the next morning Peter Parker. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's that, uh, that he, sounds cool. He's a total slob, <laughs> and he doesn't care anymore. And he's trying to train a fourteen-year-old. It really looks great. Look, you can only be a superhero for so long before it starts to, you know, be right. broken, right? Uh, Milana Weidentrub. Oh, we love her so much. We love her so much, and she was talking to us, and she's Squirrel Girl in Marvel Rising, and um, I didn't necessarily nail her name. It's Milana Von. But all right, also take it from from the top. Try again. Yep. It's Milana. How are you? <laughs> I've never said this to a woman before, but give us a spin. Because that's... Oh. That's really... That's something. She's wearing a squirrel, out, a squirrel outfit, and she has a giant tail that okay. goes from, like, the bottom of her butt to maybe her shoulder blades. It's that well, thing. she's a squirrel, Kevin. Right. I know. But then I wasn't expecting this. All right. <laughs> it's attached. It's permanent. I, I have it uh, sewn into my butthole now. I can't... <laughs> I can't do anything about it. It hurts, but I'm committed. That's it. That's anything for Marvel. <laughs> How crazy is she? She's the best. Sewn into her butthole. All right, so um, I'm positive that you're going to be able to see all of these interviews in their full length. Okay. I have no idea when. I have no idea where. 
<laughs> so, good, good information. <laughs> we'll get that to you uh, a little bit later. We also talked to Riza and a bunch of other people. We don't have time for highlights now, but uh, we'll tell you where those interviews are from Comic-Con. It's Kevin and you Rock KROQ. Time for some great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News. There's a lot of uh, not-so-great news in the news lately, and that's why at least once a week we like to spotlight on people doing amazing things. I'll start this morning with this story that I saw the other night on the CBS Evening News. A police department in the suburbs of Chicago put out a 1078. It means an officer needs emergency assistance. Dean Reynolds tells us the response was overwhelming. All right, so this is a Chicago suburb called Riverside in Illinois. Chris Kudla is the officer there, and he was diagnosed with kidney cancer, stage 4 kidney cancer, on November the 25th, 2017, so just a few months ago. He uh, is talking to his chief of the department, Tom Weitzel. Tom recounts the conversation. From the first day he came in and met with me and told me about his diagnosis, he told me, Chief, I'm not stopping working. And he hasn't. Through all the doctor's appointments and twice a month chemotherapy, he stayed on the beat. Now, the only problem, as much as he wants to work, is that he has been an officer in that police department for less than a year. So he has accrued very little time off for all of his very doctor's appointments. So the chief said, let me see what we can do. And this is what they came up with. What his fellow cops decided to do was donate their sick days to Chris. How many sick days has he acquired this way? Yes, he's acquired up to six months so far. It's not just going to be police. It's going to be public works, fire, rec department, village administration. If they want to donate, they could. Wow. without hesitation, stepped up to help out. It's pretty extraordinary generosity. Absolutely. I mean, seriously. Wow. People he doesn't even know are donating their sick days so that he can take the time off for his treatment. His prognosis is grim, but his attitude is great. Sometimes when you start to lose faith in humanity and think that, you know, that this world's gone down the wrong path, there ain't no coming back, you know, then something like this happens. Riverside Police Department in Illinois, that's my great news. Sorry, I wasn't ready. That's my great news. There you go. There you go. Wow, that was a good one. Yep. Dave, what do you got? Oof, man. All right. So it's a good start. Twitter is awesome, right? Sure. Sometimes? Sometimes it can well, be. Well, in this case... It is, because uh, Adarsh Trevestava was traveling on a train in India when he noticed a bunch of girls, about 25 of them, crying all in a group. So he sends out this tweet. I am traveling in Avda Express in S5. In my coach, there are 25 girls, all juvenile, some of them crying and all feeling secure. So he tags the 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 president of the railway, the prime minister of India, he takes all these people, and a few stops later, the authorities jump on that train. And arrested those girls. <laughs> no. Oh. And arrested the men that were holding them. Oh, they were being held? Yes, against they were being will. held against their will. Oh. And it, they, he saved, with this one tweet, these 25 girls from being in human trafficking. Wow. So he didn't even know that's what was going on, but obviously some of the authorities that saw his tweet recognized that as, hey, this could be this, this could, could be happening. This could be real. So they, they jumped on and arrested the guys. And now the girls are transferred to the ch- child welfare authorities and are getting transferred back to their guardians. 
Awesome. Yeah, and, you know, everyone's hailing him as a hero on Twitter, and his response was, thanks, but as a citizen of India, it's our responsibility to help people. It's super scary that they would human traffic just out in the open like it's, that. Yeah, that's how, insane. Just cra- how ballsy are they? Wow. I mean, this is why I have a van. You know? No, <laughs> no, sir. I don't want to deal with that's public not what yeah. saying. And that was my awesome great news. Mine is a Chicago school teacher, Kimberly Bermudez, was on a Southwest flight to Florida to visit her parents last week. And her seatmate asked her what she did for a living. She told him she was a first grade teacher. Um, uh, and her students all come from low income families. Some um, students are actually homeless oh. as well. So he asked her, what's the most chal- challenging part of your job? And she says, when children come to school hungry... Um, they have hardworking immigrant parents struggling to provide basic necessities for their family. You can't control what happens at home. These parents are amazing. They will uh, go without for their child. The seedmate replied that his company donates to schools such as hers, and she enthusiastically said her charter school, Carlos Fuentes Elementary, would welcome it. All the teachers and administrators in the school go into their own pockets, and I think this is true of every yeah. state in the union. Of Very teachers, common, yeah. Having to pay out of their own pocket to help kids with whatever they need. Underwear, soap, in some cases, school supplies. So the man gave, wrote, wrote it down and was going to give her a donation. Second later, she felt a tap on her shoulder. She turned around to see a man seated in the row behind her with a baby on his lap. He said, I'm really sorry for eavesdropping, but use this money. And he handed her a wad of $100 bills. Whoa. Um, and she said, that was amazing. Um, she said, you have no idea how much this means, whether it's books or backpacks, I'll make sure to give it to the children. As the plane landed, the person in the aisle across from her said he was listening to the conversation as well. He said he didn't have much money, but handed her $20. Then a third contributor, she said, as, as if my heart couldn't be any happier, the man in front of me turned around as well. And he said, all I have is $10. And he gave it to her. What? How, uh, I hate to get off topic here, but how hot is this teacher that she's making it <laughs> rain on this plane? I mean, that's way off topic. I mean, they're just throwing money at her. Right. It's way off topic. Okay. Quite hot. Is she even yes. a teacher? <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm not here to solicit money. I'm really just here on the plane to see my parents. And one of them said, I know. That's why we're giving this to you. Use your voice. Use your gift of talking. So... Were they giving her money to shut up? Oh, <laughs> what do you think about that? No, I think okay. I think I think their intentions were pure that they did it for the kids, and that's my great news. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Okay. Kevin and Bean built this pool singles party just announced at the scene on the rooftop of Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Weekend after next, we're talking about round-trip transportation on the Kevin and Bean party bus. Two-night hotel stay at the newly renovated Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. We're looking for ladies right now, 21 and up, at 1-800-520-1067. You can also go to krock.com for another chance to win. How would you do on this, Kevin, if you were the caller? Oh, terrible. Really? Uh, yeah, very bad. I would slay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure because you're on the phone. You can't hear everything. Uh huh. Um, and you have to sort of summarize your entire self in 15 seconds. Right. That's right. very difficult. All right. So before we go to caller uh, one, which is going to be a uh, Lindsay line one, uh, again a reminder: we take it for granted that everybody likes fun and everybody likes to party. So you can leave that out of your 15 seconds. But Lindsay, welcome to the show. How are you, my dear? Hello, Lindsay. Hi. Hey. Hey. What? How are you? Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to um, go out and meet new people, get dressed okay. up. Okay. okay. Now, now, we're going to give you 15 seconds. So, when we say go, you have 15 seconds from that moment to tell okay. to tell us why you need to be at the party. Okay? And my rec- my recommendation would be, this is a good, uh, good advice for you and the other ladies, is uh, tell us about you. You know, we know that you want to meet people. Hi. Tell us why we want to meet you. All right. And go. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, guys. Okay, you hold on. <laughs> I like Lindsay very much. I think she's exactly what we're looking for. I don't uh, know what, what happened there. Uh, I don't, because I felt like we had already, okay. Let's right, try, we said hi. Uh, let's try Allie line two, please, okay. in Downey. Allie is uh, 26 Hello? years old. Uh, yes. <laughs> Allie. <laughs> Allie, here we go again. We are good, thank you. Now, do you understand what we're looking for here? This is awesome. Oh, great. Well, congratulations. uh, Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Maybe we're not making this clear. All right, so we're going to say go. Then we're going to play a 15-second timer, and that's when you tell us all about yourself, okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay, and go. So I'm an all-around awesome human being. I work really, really hard, and I work really hard where I'm at, so I think I'm just well-deserving to have a staycation. So if you choose me, I know I will have an awesome, amazing time, and I'll make up for it. All right. Look, she did it in 13 seconds. She did, yeah. A lot of amazings, a lot of awesomes, and unfortunately, we got to ding you for staycation. But all right, hang on. (laughs) Hang on. You may still go. Let's try Sabrina, 27, Hacienda Heights, up next. Hey, Sabrina. Hello. We are uh, giving away the very first four-pack of tickets for the Kevin Bean singles part. Yes. (laughs) Can you not hear us? I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. Hey, we're not the ones in the car here. Okay. All right, we're going to put 15 seconds uh, on the timer. You ready to explain yourself? Oh, my God, the reception's really bad. Oh, no. We can we can hear you fine. Okay, so no, just... I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can better? hear you. Oh, okay, perfect. You okay we're party? doing well. I'm starting a timer, <laughs> and when I say go, you tell us why you need to be at the party. Go. Okay, my name is Sabrina Gonzalez. I'm taking the bar tomorrow. Just graduated law school. Looking forward to defending Kevin and Bean once they get in trouble. And um, I'm a petite 38 deep. All right. Wow. She got it all the relevant information. All right. Well, well you, done, Sabrina. Sabrina. All right. That's how it's done, kids. Right? All right. Let's go to Los Angeles. Nora is 24. Wants to go to the singles party as well. Hey, Nora. Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's happening with our phones? I feel uh, like it might be us, Bean. 
Dora, you know uh, you know what we're looking for, right? I hear you guys just fine. Okay, good. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Fifteen seconds on the clock. Let's find out about Nora. Go. And go. Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, okay. Uh, my name is Nora. I'm a pastry chef. I like to have fun. I definitely want to go to this Vegas show to meet a bunch of single people and go wild and crazy like you normally do in Vegas. And, yeah, just have a lot of fun. All right. Oh, Okay, we got got to take a point away for likes to have fun, though, right? De- definitely took that out at the beginning. All right, that's a given, right? Everybody, has. let's try uh, floor Burbank line five up next. Hey guys, hey, how are you? So I, hey, I'm good, thank you. So I like to hold my liquor, Kevin. I know you don't like baseball, but I kind of go both ways. And you know, it's been a while since I've had my last meal, so I'm lacking some vitamin D. You know. <laughs> 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 I I don't know how easy you think we are. <laughs> Quite easy, I got to be honest. She knows us yeah. well. All right, let's do one more. Let's make it Priscilla West Covina. She's up next, line six. Hey, Priscilla. Hi. Hi. Hi there. All right, are you ready? Oh my god, hold on. I gotta catch up with laughing from that last caller. <laughs> right. All right, yeah. and okay, go. Um, I'm very outgoing. I'm attractive. I like sports. Um, I'm Hispanic, so I obviously know how to cook. Um, I also have good boobs, but they're not the teeth, so you know what I mean? I listen to you guys, so that has to be a plus, and I like sex. Oh, like, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I think this, uh, I think they, they got the hang of it as we went, right? we got closer to the end. Um, man, we got some excellent choices here, Kevin. I, I gotta be honest. I love Sabrina, because we always need legal representation. I thought Priscilla was hilarious, and so was Linda, too, though. Those are my three favorites. It's hard to narrow it down. What, what do I you guys don't think, think Sabrina was? Oh, she was the lawyer. Yeah. Hmm. What do you guys think in the other room? Who's the uh, Who's the, the 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 crowd favorite? I like Floor just because she said she's deficient in vitamin D. Uh huh. I found that fantastic. And and that's that's that tells us everything we need to know about Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a singles party to Las Vegas. Okay. What's going to happen, Bean? Floor it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Nope, wrong line. Floor. Yes, I'm sitting here. Congratulations. Oh my God, thank you guys so much. Now here's what we want to ask you, Floor. If it's okay, and if you're available in two hours, we'd like to do this contest again with guys, and let you and let you help pick. Oh heck yeah! I'm ready. All right. Let's, let's rage. All right, let's rage. All right, Floor, you hold on, and we'll see you in Las Vegas, and we'll talk to you in two hours for the Kevin and Bean Built This Pool Singles Party. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. As you guys know by now, it's the Gorilla's World, and we're just living in it, giving away access to an intimate show with the band for you and 50 of your friends, plus a new car, a 2019 Honda Fit, and a $500 Hot Topic gift card. You can just go to the Hot Topic near you and get the K-Rock sticker and look for what to do next online with it. That's a pretty good deal, and we're very excited because the Gorillas are coming to town as part of their world tour in October. I think Damon Albert from the band is on the phone with us right now on the Kevin Bean Show. Damon, how are you? Hello. Uh, blimey, that was quite a long introduction. <laughs> yes, well, there's a lot going on. Happy, I would have been happy just saying, and here's Damon. Damon. Well, we can start over. All if you, that stuff. If you'd like, we can start <laughs> I over. Associated with. Did I get a car out of that or something? Uh, no, you don't, you don't get the car. The, the lister will get the car and get to see the gorilla's show, so it's a pretty you good deal for them. Again, it's like, you know, 
I, I can't remember all the things you mentioned. I mean, but it's all right, Damon, because we we actually say it to our listeners. The, the contest isn't for you. Right. You're already oh, going to okay. be there. You don't have to win your way in, so you're fine. <laughs> okay. Dave, I have to tell you this first, and we, we have a lot we want to talk to you about in the few minutes that we have, but Kevin and I all the time bring up – Kevin, you know where I'm going with this, right? Yep. Bring up you, you and your band. I think it was around 1994, 95, maybe the Park Life years – you came into our old K-Rock studio back when we were in Burbank. You won't remember this, and I'm not expecting you to. But we were in a tiny little room like the size of a bathroom our radio studio was back then. And you and the boys came in with all of your equipment, and you brought in amps like you were playing the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it was floor-to-ceiling. It was, <laughs> it was pretty was sweet. Floor, it was floor-to-ceiling, and you guys performed in that little room. You had, to, you had to sing in a space of, like, two square feet. I mean, you could barely move. It was the single – it was like living in a jet engine. It was the <laughs> loudest thing I've ever heard in my life, and it was amazing well, for us to be there. Well, I mean, I'm glad, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that that was the situation because sometimes, you know, back in the early days, uh, American radio was quite um, – I was quite nervous of it. I always sort of seemed to sort of um, – lose my personality whenever I went on it. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I don't remember that at all. They didn't say you had a great personality. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank I you. Mean, I, was starting, I started to think that was like, you know, <laughs> post-truth stuff. You know? <laughs> well, you know, K-Rock was pretty, you know, early on the uh, on the Blur years and with the Gorillas as well. I mean, we have always embraced your various musical projects, but it was just one of those just super fun memories for us as radio guys, you know, one of the most memorable live in-studio performances. Um, the Gorillas album, we love, you know, we're playing uh, Humility a lot here on k-rock which is a terrific single are you surprised I know, I'm, I'm very grateful for that thank you it's Look, wonderful a record played on k-rock for a long time so yeah I hope people like it i think they I do it's working are you surprised though i mean a lot of us thought it was a might even be a one-off when gorillas launched onto the scene you know all those years ago back in 2001 are you surprised that here 18 <laughs> years later I, I, you're I, still I, going I mean, with it I, yes i am frankly but i sort of do sort of manage to find a kind of uh always a fascinating thing and I learn a lot from doing it and then I sort of take that and try other ideas you know what I mean and then sort of come round again at some point I think that's why it's lasted because I just haven't done too much of it maybe people will say well that's a good thing (laughs) (laughs) that's really good but it's a great Uh, place for you to go and just explore whatever musical idea you have you could do something completely different than your other bands it's quite sort of conceptual I mean you couldn't I suppose you could, but in in the cartoon world, humans was the sort of the soundtrack for the night of, and uh, the now now is kind of in the dream that follows the sleep that follows the night of. You know what I mean? And I think it, we might not know. I mean, I don't even. know. I'm going to have to try and figure that out later. Yeah, I need a flowchart, <laughs> but I was into it. I'm into it. <laughs> it sounded fun. Um, George Benson, the great guitarist George Benson, would be the least likely person, if there were betting on your album, the least likely person to be appearing as a musician on your record. But it works so well what he does together with what you do. How did the idea even come to you, and how tough was it to get him to agree to say yes to play on your single? George Benson was one of those kind of musicians that in, in England in the, like, the early 80s was really, you know, up there with Michael Jackson, really, for sort of popularity in a different way, but with that same feeling, that same Ill, sort of just euphoric music. So the simple answer then is that you were a fan and you just wanted the opportunity to be able to work with him, it sounds like. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Demon Days <laughs> Festival is happening at the Pico Rivera Sports Arena and grounds on October the 20th. That is going to be the final date of the Now Now Tour. Your last chance to see gorillas for a while. Passes and VIP packages are available right now starting at 99 bucks. Go to DemonDaysFestLA.com. And again, stop by the Hot Topic location near you. Damon, this part's not for you. This is for the listeners. And, <laughs> Sorry, and, and get, get the brand new K-Rock sticker. Have an access to an intimate show with the band for you and 50 friends. A 29 19 Honda Fit and a $500 Hot Topic gift card. It's a great deal. But Damon it, does drive the car to you, right? I know. That's not how no? it works. He's I not don't, all involved with them. I don't I, think so. I, I sadly don't have a license, but I'd have to come on a bicycle. Nah, you don't need a license here. <laughs> so yeah. now I understand Damon will ride alongside the car on his bike. <laughs> on his bike, okay. right. Well, it's been fun having you on the Kevin Bean Show on and off for the last 25 years, sir. Thank you so much for joining us again today. Oh, absolute, Continued success. My pleasure, and thank you for still talking to me after all these years. You bet. You, Bye Thank bye, you, David. David. Bye. Bye. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. So I know we were going to talk about uh, scams here, so I looked up an article on Wired, and this is from May of this year. Okay. May. All right. Nigerian email scammers are more successful now than ever. <laughs> Isn't that shocking? Yes, it is. Because it's been going on forever. As long as there's been an internet, there's been Nigerian email scams. They're more successful than ever. Well, they send them to everybody, and they only need, you know, one in 100,000 or something probably to respond to get somebody on the hook, I guess. It, it, it has to be very old people, I would think, right? I would think so, too, because it seems like that's made the headlines enough that most people go, oh, you're a Nigerian priest, and I need a uh, prince, and I need to put $1,000 in an account so you can give me hundreds of thousands? That is dumb. I think it would be tough to be Nigerian at this point, even if you're trying to conduct legitimate business, because everybody <laughs> automatically assumes you're trying to scam. More Look, successful than ever. All I'm trying to do is put money in the bank. I don't trust you. I don't know where that money came from. <laughs> well, it's funny you should bring that up, Kevin, because I got an email the other day, and I would love to know what your response to this email would have been. It caught my eye because the subject line of the email had an old password of mine. What? In the subject line. An accurate password? Yes. Really? And that surprised me. Here's how the email goes. I know that blank is your password. You do not know me, and you're probably wondering why you're getting this email, correct? Let me tell you. I actually placed a malware on the adult video websites, and you know what? You visited this website to have fun. You know what I mean? What website was it? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says adult. Well, you know, though. Fill in the blanks. <clears throat> well, it could have been anything. <laughs> While you were watching video clips, your browser initiated functioning a remote desktop, including a keylogger, which provided me accessibility to your display screen as well as your web camera. Immediately after that, my software program gathered all of your contacts from your messenger, Facebook, as well as email. That's pretty scary stuff, right? Yeah. And, the- and by the way, I think really possible. What? Yeah, I think so, too. What did I do? I made a double screen video. The first part shows the video you were viewing. You've got fine taste, by the way. <clears throat> and I will not be shamed. They wouldn't make little people porn if they want people to watch little people porn, right? <laughs> and here's the scariest part of all, Kevin. So the first part shows the video you were viewing. The second part shows the recording of your webcam. Oh, no. What should you do? Well, in my opinion... 
$2,900 is a reasonable price tag for our little secret. You'll make the payment through Bitcoin. If you don't know how to do this, please search how to buy Bitcoin in Google. And then he gives a long address for Bitcoin. And then it goes on to say that basically this, uh, you know, there's a, a, a specific pixel within this email message. And I'll know as soon as you've opened it. It's non-negotiable. Don't even respond, but send the money. So I see that and I think, could that could that have really happened? Could that really be possible? I mean, the fact that they had a correct password that you used. Older password, yeah. Sells it. Is a surprise. Now, what would you? What would your uh, impulse to uh, to be be to have done when you read that? Email? I would delete the email and change all of my passwords. But you would, you would just assume that it wasn't going to happen. You would not. Ha- you would not live in fear of this happening. Uh, no, I don't think so. You, in other words, you would have seen it as a scam when I, you first read it. I think so, but I mean, I I hoped it was a scam, but I didn't know. It sounds like everything he's describing is possible. Is though. possible, right? And by the way, we're going to be looking for your calls in a couple of minutes here. If you have ever been duped by a scam, if you have fallen for a scam, we want to hear from you. No judgment. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Okay, maybe a little judgment, depending on, <laughs> depending on how obvious it was that it was a scam. But if you got taken, we want to hear about it. And I hear all the time, by the way, about people who think they're making a legitimate transaction on Craigslist, and then they realize they've already given the money and they don't get the stuff and whatever. I mean, look, there are always people out there trying to separate you from your money. Yeah. So we want to hear from you at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Okay. So a few days after I got that email, and I just ignored it, we saw this article in the Los Angeles Times about a scam letter that they call the guilty conscience, guilty conscience scam. And this is one where you get a letter in the mail that says, I know about the secret you're keeping from your wife and everyone else. More importantly, I have evidence of what you have been hiding. People still use the mail? I know, right? <laughs> That's so weird to get a letter saying that. It is just your bad luck that I stumbled across your misadventures while working a job around Los Angeles. I then put in more time than I probably should have looking into your life. Frankly, I'm ready to forget all about you and let you get on with your life, and I'm going to give you two options that will accomplish that very thing. Mm. Number one, ignore the letter, and the aforementioned evidence will be sent to your wife, her friends, her family members, and your neighbors. Option two, pay a confidentiality fee of $8,600 in Bitcoin, and your secret remains your secret now they're sending that to specific people or everyone this is what i don't know do you think that this is just like the nigerian prince scam where they just send it to everybody and hope that a couple of people get on the hook they're just assuming that somebody out there is going to get a letter who has been running around on his wife and is going to pay this money so he's afraid that it's real because he knows that that's in his He's that's a secret of his. Exactly. And that's so, why they call wow. it the guilty conscience scam, because, I mean, imagine if you really were this dude, you would you'd start to think, hey, maybe this is really happening to me. Right. And the wow. Bitcoin, the Bitcoin makes it, you know, makes it impossible to trace. So, I mean, in a way, it's not like in the old days where somebody would blackmail somebody and then, you know, you try to arrange a sting when they show up to, you know, get the money or whatever. This is Bitcoin, which you can't track down. So the L.A. Times article put my mind at ease by the way about the <laughs> about the email that i had received but apparently they're uh, the fbi is involved in, in investigating and they are letting you know that these are going around and this is a very hot thing right now so if you get a letter like that it looks like you don't have to worry about it it looks like all right we're going to take your calls 1-800-520-1067 you were scammed and we're going to start with tina and torrance hi tina hello tina. so hi, hi. uh 
So I actually work at a bank, and um, I get a lot of people that um, try to dispute, like, these transactions. Uh, what like, transactions? You mean transactions to people who are blackmailing them? Well, right. So, like, you know, Bitcoin, you have to, like, let's just say Bitcoin or gift cards. Like, you have to purchase these with your card, typically. Right. Like, okay. You have to link up your bank account. So people, um, you know, have these happen to them. And, like, sometimes it's, like, account takeover or, like, their phone takeover. And they get really scared and really freaked out. And they're like, well, you know, give us this amount of money in gift cards or Bitcoins and we'll fix the problem for you. So they do it and then... You know, they end up giving them all the money on the gift cards or their all their money in their bank accounts. And they're like, wow. they come to us or your bank and they try to dispute them. And you're like, well, we can't we can't recover your money like you engaged in this transaction. And it's really sad, actually, because it happens a lot. What is the age of most of the people that come in and do that? Um, It it ranges, but um, typically it's uh, older, like over 50 yeah that's right. what that's what we were guessing is it has to be older people that sort of don't know how easy these scams are right exactly and it. it's kind of sad because you know they don't tell their family members or like nobody ever talks about it because they think they're getting like they think it's safe or secure but if you just if you're like hey does this really happen or like if you have somebody that's close to you like like, what are you doing? Don't do that. Right. Knock the phone out of their hands. Wow. Knock the phone out of their hands. That's aggressive, but okay. <laughs> so I you've mean, seen you've seen this so multiple you've seen this multiple times, Tina, at the bank that you work at, where people have had this uh, this Bitcoin blackmail. Really sad. But That's yeah, amazing. Wow. All right. Thank you very much for that warning. We appreciate it, and we're glad to uh, share that with our listeners. 1-800-520-1067. Barbara, you hang on, and Serge and all the rest, and we'll take your calls. If you've ever been scammed, we want to hear about it. Maybe you can help somebody else so it doesn't happen to them. We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. We're talking about being scammed, uh, and Alex in Encino is on the phone. Hi, Alex. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Good. Thank you. What happened, dude? Good. So, yeah, I was uh, had my heart set on finding a Basset Hound puppy after falling in love with the breed. Went online, found a website. It was AKC accredited. It was 100% on the up and up. And then they required a money gram deposit of $300 on the dog. Um, I was waiting to return for vacation to pick it up. And then they contacted me telling me that there was an emergency. And they had to rush me into getting the dog and required the additional $500 to finish the payment. Um, I told them I wouldn't do it without seeing the dog. They set up an appointment. I had a coworker whose sister was a police officer who was actually stationed in the area, tried to go visit it. They canceled it and then never got in contact with me again, stole the money, never got the dog. Oh, so, wow. so, you, so you lost $300 yeah, and got, ended up with, with an it, invisible it, dog. Apparently a very common scam using puppies puts you at your absolute weakest when your heart's set on getting a pet, took the money, just absolutely ran. Adopt, don't shop, you guys. That's the takeaway here. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> All right, I'm feeling kind of bad about some of these listeners on hold, man. Just getting scammed. Now you, no said, good. you said no judgment. No judgment. All right. right. I mean, I understand how these things can happen. Let's try uh, Mark Roland Heights, line four. We're talking about listers who got oh my scammed. God, Kevin and Bean. Hey, Mark. Yes, Mark. What's hey, going on, man? How you doing? Good morning. Good We're morning. Great. What's going on with you, son? So I got scammed by international hackers from my Facebook page. All right. Tell uh, us about it. Yeah, how did it work? So they they offer to pay you advertising on your Facebook page, and you share stuff, and then they have you register on a business manager that looks legit, but it's actually some scam stuff, and they end up taking over, kicking you out, 
and they message you offering to sell it back to you. Oh. So they take your Facebook away from you and offer it back to you for money. Yep. And you thought you were getting into business. You, you thought, hey, this is this is cool. I have a way to make a little bit of money on my page by putting some ads up. An admin, and they kick everyone else out. Gotcha. And then they just take over and start spamming your page full of, like, uh, clickbait, fake news stuff. So what did, you, uh, what did you do? Like did you did you come and up with you, some money to get it back or what? Yeah. Mark. Hey, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk? Sure. Okay. <laughs> How did you get it back? What did you do? Did you pay them? No. Hell no. Okay. What they had to do is uh, do notarized documents, screenshots of all the, the like hacking activity, how they took it, and had to submit it through this crazy Facebook appeals process. Okay. It was nuts. And you got it back. Okay. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> is that our phone? I mean, it could be. It might be. I hope it isn't, but. Look, we've been telling you how they're closing this building down, right? K-Rock sure. is moving, and I think I think one by one, they're just unplugging things. There's no engineers here either, so we're just trying our best to replug stuff in in the morning. Chip Ex- basically has to rebuild the studio. Exactly. All right. All right. Uh, wow, we got some good ones on here. Let's try, uh, let's try Barbara Pasadena Line 5. This is, we're talking some big, big money on this one. Hey, Barbara. Hi, Kevin and Bean. How are you guys doing? We are good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing okay now. Thank you. What happened? How'd you get scammed? Uh, I was in the process of selling one house and buying another. And I had my escrow company's email got hacked. So I got instructions to send my almost $500,000 to a different bank account, a Bank of America, not oh. Bank of Bermuda or anything like that. Oh, no. Bank of, Ameri- Bank of America account um, was in an airport. I traveled for my job. I sent the wire from my computer at a bar. And shortly thereafter, as I'm getting on my plane, my bank called me and said something was fishy. And I was like, look, I know it's a big wire, but I, it, my escrow company sent um, these instructions, and this is where I'm supposed to send it. And I got on my plane. And when I got off, they, they, uh, I called back and they said, uh, something is weird about it. And I ended up, uh, texting back and forth with the scammers. Um, eventually once I realized that I was supposed to have sent it to a Wells Fargo account mm. r- rather than a Bank of America account. But tell us um, you didn't lose $500,000, please. Uh, the money left my account, but my bank saw that it was fishy and they got it back for me the next day wow thank god thank god that's fantastic barbara appreciate the call thanks so much for listening i saw that on the news by the way uh a a very common scam where they somehow they have access to real estate transactions that are at that point where you're supposed to give the money and they'll send you an email that'll look like legitimate one wow turns out to not be so that's a very common one as well thank goodness for barbara though Let's talk to Gabriel Beverly Hills Line Six piece. He used to work. He used to be on the other uh, the other end of the scam. It sounds like I want to find out about this. Hold on, Gabriel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Okay. So you used to work for a company that did scams, that scam yeah. people. Okay. Uh, it was actually a tele uh, telephone company, or not a telephone company, like a what is it? Where they would call people and they'd let them know, like, hey, we're charging your card for the 10th time already. They were already charged, like, $1,000. Um, what the scam was is if they were visiting something, something would pop up on their on their screen. And 
they would say, like, get some high-end sunglasses for 99 cents. All you would have to pay is shipping and handling. We send, I guess they would send the sunglasses, and eventually when they found out that they were actually opting out for a monthly subscription of $100 per sunglasses, which oh, ended up gosh. being cheap $2 sunglasses, um, they would try to fight it, and the most we would be able to do, or I was told to do, was just give them back one payment. From oh, my gosh. Payments, and it was usually wow. people who were over the age of 50. How long were you working there? Um, for about... Two and a half months. I, I couldn't stand it after that because they once they started getting caught on the whole sunglasses thing, they changed their campaign. They're all like, "All right, now we're switching to, to watches." So people are going to be calling about watches and um, giving the same spew. I wow. hope that I hope that you or and somebody we turned them in and they got shut down. Like this is a scam. You can't do this to us, and we would have to literally define the word scam. Like scam technically is defined by the dictionary, and give them the the definition. And um, unless they argued to, and said, hey, we're going to contact the Better Business Bureau. This isn't right. I'm getting my money back. As soon as they said Better Business Bureau, we were then allowed to give them back all their money. Interesting. Okay. That's, That's a, good a good tip. tip. Yeah. That's a real good tip. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call very much. All right. We have time for one more. Who do you like? You want to go um, with the kidnapping? I want to go with John. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's go with the kidnapping. This sounds good. John in L.A. Hi. Hey, how you guys doing? We are well. Thank you. You got scammed? Uh, almost. They, uh, they kept me on the phone long enough that their story started to unravel. So, uh, and I just ended up driving home. I was at work and I'd been really stressed dealing with some things and whatnot. So they, uh, I got a call from a blocked number and the only person who calls me with a blocked number are my parents. Right. So they call with like a crying woman and then they come over the phone and someone in the background goes, you know, stand on the ground, you know, this and that. They give you this whole spiel. And, and they go, well, we know your phone, so we'll know if you're texting someone or this and that and blah, blah, blah. So they wanted me to wire Western Union to them. So they're like, go to your bank and take care of this, take care of that. But it was a Sunday. And then they kept telling me to go to locations where I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm going, well, that's an ATM, not a not a right you know so, so, and the so they pretended that your parents had been kidnapped i'm sorry uh well so some new neighbors moved into my neighborhood and it was a really shady house they were constantly going in and out and just a lot of stuff and we have friends that are lapd officers and so they're like we're monitoring the house as a drop house so they were like we've and when they tell, they told me they're like, your mom saw something she's not supposed to see. And I was like, well, that's my mom. She's nosy. So, uh, so uh, what ended up happening was is I, uh, they kept trying a Western Union thing. Right. Did you I lose money? Home. Yeah. And I just ended up driving home to see where my mom was. And so when they called me back, because they kept their story kept falling apart, they were like, okay, well, we're gonna kill her. I said, okay, put the gun. Put the phone to her and pull the trigger. I want to hear it. And they're like, really? You don't think we'll do it? I went, no. Go right ahead. I'm listening. So, uh, and then I when bet, I I bet your mom appreciated I that. <laughs> she was standing in front of me, and I was okay. just like, it. And I put it on speakerphone, and I was All like, right. no, kill it. John, I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad your mom's okay. I'm glad you didn't lose any money. All right, I am never going to accept an email or a phone call or a text from anyone ever again after this. <laughs> 
Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Allie's out today. Kevin's turn for what's happening. James Gunn, as you know, has been removed as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy by Disney. Yeah, he sure was. That was the big news on Friday, and uh, I, I bet that's all people were talking about down at Comic-Con. A batch of old social media uh, dispatches were unearthed that touched on things like pedophilia and rape. Mm-hmm. Now, his tweets are horrible, and he has since come out. Well, you said that he already apologized for all of that even before this happened? Even before the Guardians of the Galaxy movies were made, he came out and said, look, I was trying to be edgy and controversial, and I was thought I was funny, and I wasn't, and it's uh, in the past, and I'm not that person anymore. This was before the Guardians of the Galaxy movies were even made. But they are back in the news now because, you know, these things tend to resurface, and I guess they were still up. So somebody decided to go through and uh, and make them news again. I mean, it's, this time Disney said, no, sir. It's sort of tough to defend a tweet like I like when little boys touch me in my silly place. You know what I mean? Like that's okay. You can say you're trying to be outrageous. Look. Almost I don't, trolling. But I don't think that's funny either. Right. But it's he also isn't a pedophile and he isn't a rapist. He's just telling jokes. That's but okay. That's, He's just telling jokes. Well he needs to tell better jokes. I agree. He needs to tell better jokes but does this mean he should never be able to work again? He tweeted about uh, jokes about rape, 9-11, AIDS, the Holocaust. He just took on everything. Mm-hmm. And Disney said, uh, we can no longer do business with you. You're no longer the director for Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. The first one made $773 million. The second one made $863 million. Yeah, and that's what's surprising about this story is usually they give you a lot of leeway if you've made a billion and a half dollars for the company. But not in this case. So then he uh, has uh, also posted, many people who have followed my career know when I started, I viewed myself as a provocateur, making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. As I have discussed publicly many times, and as I've developed as a person, so has my work and my humor. And then there are a bunch of other ones that are sort of like that. It's like, I'm re- I was really trying to be shocking. That- that's what I was doing. Right. I didn't right. really mean I like it when, you know, that whole tweet. I didn't mean that literally. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to get people to respond. Yeah, he was trolling, like you said. Seven to ten years ago, these tweets. These tweets are between seven and ten years old. And I'm telling you, I think there's going to be a pushback to the pushback in this case. And I've already seen that Zoe Saldana and Chris Pratt and a lot of other people from the Guardians of the Galaxy family, Karen Gillian and others, are in complete support of him and saying, look, this is not that dude anymore. 
And I don't know if it's going to end up being a, a boycott or a protest or what. But I think some people are going to say this has gone too far. This isn't a Kevin Spacey situation where a guy is was committing the acts. This is right. a guy who is making bad jokes about the acts. And I think those two are very different. Meanwhile, fans have started an online petition urging Disney to rehire the director. And it has 170,000 signatures. So far. So far, right. So does Disney ever bring him back? Or is it so much so. harder for them because they're Disney? I I don't know. Look, we love Disney and we've been told that everything they do is great and they don't make bad decisions. Right. I hope that James Gunn gets his job back. I don't think you never get to work again as a director because of jokes that you made seven to ten years ago. I just I don't think that's right. I don't think it's fair. Oh, I think they I think they reacted quickly to this when this news broke late last I week. I mean, the, but, but let me just bring up in their defense. Yes, they uh-huh. acted quickly. Uh-huh. But even that one tweet that I read mm-hmm. is super offensive. It's offensive. I so mean, it's, what? But I'm saying it's not like it was uh, on the bubble. It's not questionable. So it was, it's not, so it's not to your sense of humor or to mine. Who's the arbiter of that? Who's to decide what what tweets and what jokes are too offensive? You I, know mean, what I mean, if you're the company that hires him to be a director for your movie, so you would have fired him too. I'm not saying that, but it is one of the most conservative companies mm-hmm. in the world. So it doesn't surprise me that much when you read through the stuff that he said that they cut ties with him as quickly as they did. Look, I love Disney, and again, I repeat, we've been told that everything they do is right. I hope they reconsider this. I think James Gunn deserves uh, to continue on the good path that he's been on for the last seven years. Yeah, and again, a lot of the stars were just saying this is not that guy anymore. Not that guy at all. Um, so we'll have to follow it and see what happens. I don't but like it. I don't like it either. Um, I don't have time for the R. Kelly song. Oh, we got to get to that later, though. R. Kelly has like a 19-minute song where he is pretty much just admitting all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. Never been able to read. Including, yeah, some shocking stuff about how he's broke and he only tours so he can pay his rent and that he's dyslexic and that he can't. He says he says in the song, we got to pull this clip, he says, when I presented on stage at the Grammys, I couldn't read the teleprompter because I'm illiterate. Yep. Things like that. And he also addresses, you know, the, the, the underage elephant in the room, too. He talks about that in a couple of the verses. Um, celebrity birthday slash has a birthday today. Daniel Radcliffe, Woody Harrelson, Marlon Wayans, Charisma Carpenter, and Catherine Hahn. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock K-R-O-Q. It's time for Dodger baseball. I miss Vin, but I'll tell you what, I bet he's enjoying this season as much as the rest of Dodgers fans are because the Dodgers are on fire. They are in first place in the NL West. They have did nothing but make improvements in the uh, in the trade deadline, and they look like they're going back to the World Series as far as I'm concerned. Let's see if Beerbug's mom agrees with that assessment. Hold on, let's play the yeah. big intro first. Oh, sure. Mama mugs, mama mugs, mama mama mugs, she's one badass too. Mama Muggs, you must be ecstatic. Good morning. Uh, I'm not ecstatic because I'm not very 
high on them this year. They're not as strong as last year. How can you say that, especially after this weekend? Now, granted, it's only the Brewers. But did you see your team yesterday? Did you see every single player get a hit yesterday? Well, that was just one game. But they're not as strong as last year. They have no Seager. Bellinger is not consistent. Turner is playing hurt. These are the people okay. who brought them to the World Series. All right, but hold on. Last year, you didn't like the Dodgers either. Either So now you're saying they're not as good as last year. That's right. They're worse than last year. They're not as strong as last year. They don't have relievers. Their pitching is spotty. What about they're Manny Machado? Fine. Well, one, one player does not make a team. Okay. Okay. What about Clayton Kershaw, who, granted, has spent more time uh, hurt this year than he has playing, but his last few starts, granted, he didn't win Saturday, but he struck out 14. He's looking better. He's getting deeper into every game he plays. Are you encouraged by that? Well, he's not reliable anymore. He's playing hurt, and um, he may not re-sign with the Dodgers this year. <laughs> You're the most depressing <laughs> person ever. Muggs, what's it like watching a game with your mom? I think I've I've just come to accept it now, but it, it is still frustrating. All right. Let, it, it is still very, very frustrating to watch a game with Let her. me ask your mom a question because, Mama Muggs, you turn off the game anytime the Dodgers get behind, right? Just about, yeah. So did you I turn watch off? It to the bitter end. I do watch it to the bitter end now. You do? Oh, okay. I do. Oh, That's- very different. Yeah, that's very different so, from last year. So the reason I'm asking is because when they played the Brewers, they won 11-2, to two, but at one point they were behind in that game. You didn't turn it off? Well, that was the first inning. Right? No. no. Oh, I don't laugh at us. You're the one that turns it off when they get behind. <laughs> no. Um, Mama Bugs, let me ask you this. Um, the, the Dodgers are in first place. But that doesn't mean anything to you, right? Because there's a lot of baseball still to play, so you don't you don't you're not resting on your laurels being in first place, right? Oh no. Okay. They're in a very weak division again this year. But isn't and it better to be in first place than any other place? Yeah, but if they were in any other division, I don't think they but would be. But they're not, and they never will be. <laughs> Why would you say that? Well they're, they're never gonna very... be in another division. They're in a very weak division now. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know how to help you with that. So it, let me figure this. I've really tried to figure this out because most of the reason we get into sports and we have a team that we love is for the enjoyment of the season. You don't enjoy a single day of being a Dodgers fan, do you? I'm quite nervous every time they go up to play. All right, I'm but very when? Nervous. Okay, so when they beat, I can't the, enjoy it. Okay, so when they beat the Brewers eleven to two, did that feel good? That felt nice. Okay, but, good. How yeah, many? How many seconds? It's only would, one game. Yeah, right. It's only one game, Kevin. Right, but I'm just saying, if you if you enjoy it every game, game by game along the way, maybe you would be a happier person. Well, <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh at me. I'm not the one that's sad all year long. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not sad all oh, year long. Oh, you're sad. Don't give me that. All right, before we run out of time, Mama Muggs, is the problem in a nutshell that even if the Dodgers win the division and even if they win the even if they win in the National League and go to the World Series, you can already see that they can't beat the Red Sox or the Yankees. Oh no. That's not where you're either at. Either one of them. Yeah, no. cause, cause you don't that's... think you don't think there's enough time to gel more as a team and actually get good enough to compete? 
Well, they just don't have the players this year. Uh, okay. They don't have Seeger. Bellinger doesn't do what he's supposed to do. Muncie no. is a flash in the pan. Chris mm-hmm. Taylor is not doing what he did last year. So, But I'm just saying there are a lot of times when a team makes it to the uh, postseason and they're playing in the playoffs, they step up. Yeah, they catch fire. Well, we'll have to see about that. <laughs> All right, let's leave it there. Right now, I don't think they will. It sounds like you don't want it to happen. <laughs> no, I Which want is it odd. to happen, but oh. I don't think it will. Okay. I don't think they're going to win the division this year. Oh, now you're, you're okay. hurt me. Now you're hurt me. <laughs> All right, Muggs, you're going to have to put your mom down. I'm sorry. I know, <sighs> I know it seems extreme, but you're going to have to put her down. I'm starting to agree with you, man. Mama Muggs, Mama Mama Muggs, Mama 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 she hates the Dodger Blue. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. You guys, we're going to Las Vegas weekend after next at Planet Hollywood, which is a beautiful, and by the way, a lovely time of year to be in Las Vegas. Right? Very cool, very comfortable. That's why pool party. Round-trip transportation on the Kevin and Bean party bus. Two-night hotel stay at the newly renovated Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. And we're going to be at the rooftop at the scene there having a pool party. It's the Kevin and Bean Built This Pool Singles Party. We're looking for your calls right now. If you're a gentleman, 21 and up, 1-800-520-1067. You and three friends get to be on the bus with us and at the pool party in Las Vegas. Now, let's uh, lay down some ground rules here before we go to our calls. Shall we, Kevin? All right. Yes. Um, We know you like to party. Mm-hmm. That's a given for everybody that's on hold. Because if you didn't like the party, you wouldn't call for a singles party in Vegas. What if one of the things about me is that I like fun? Uh, we assume that as well. All right, so don't mention that I mean, that everyone either. likes fun. Okay. So tell us something unique about yourself is what we're looking for. And we have our winner from earlier this morning, Floor, on the line. Good morning, Floor. Good morning. <laughs> Floor was up bright and early this morning and won the first group of seats on the bus to join us in Las Vegas. And ref- for folks who weren't uh, uh, with us back then, Floor, tell us a little bit about yourself again, would you please? All right. So my name is Floor. I work full time, go to school, and I told Kevin that I go both ways. <laughs> I mean, you know, if that's and your thing. So- um, also that, you know, I haven't had a good meal in a while, so I do like some vitamin D. Okay. Mm. All right. So, so now you can see why we love Floor so much. <laughs> so, Floor, you, you are single and you are looking, right? Right. That Great. That's correct. All right. So you're going to help us out. We're going to put the men this time uh, through the same ringer that you went through, which is give them 15 seconds on the clock to sell themselves. And then at the end, we'll ask you who you would like to see at the party, Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Who's up first, Kevin? Let's start with Eric in Burbank. Hi, Eric. Hey, what's up, party people? Talking about going to Vegas for a singles party. We're gonna have. We're gonna give you 15 seconds on the clock, and you tell us why you need to be. I just want to say I absolutely love Flora's voice. She has a beautiful voice. (laughs) What a suck up. What a suck up. Hey, any way I can get it in, right? <laughs> I'm not sure you had to phrase it like that, Eric. All right, 15 seconds on the clock. Let's learn about Eric and go. All right, I'm really cool. I'm down to earth. I absolutely love talking to people, getting to know people. Um, I'm definitely young, dumb, and hung. And uh, I got a best friend of mine that uh, definitely needs some action out in Vegas, so I need to take him with me. All right. All right. He was so confident in himself that he left time at the end. All right. Didn't he, have to squeeze every last second. Anymore. I can do it in 13 seconds. Go. Good. All right. All right. Now, Flora, you just keep track in your mind. That was Eric, okay? So oh, file him right. away, and we'll see at the end who you like. By the way, does yum, uh, young, dumb, and hung, does that work, Flora? 
That definitely works. I like that, actually. Okay. All right. That's good to know. All right. Who's next? All right. Next is uh, Raul from Palmdale. Good morning, Raul. Morning, buddy, people. All right. You ready to sell yourself in 15 seconds? I'm ready. And go. All right. First of all, I don't discriminate. I even love the fat chicks. I work the night shift at a hospital, so I have lots of stamina to go the whole night. I work closely with pharmaceuticals, so I always have the right drug for the right occasion. And Friday's payday, so I have plenty of cash for booze. Boom! Another 13 seconds. Yeah. Those are some... That's a good list right there, by the way. Right? That is a good list, especially the pharmaceuticals. I need your number <laughs> off the air. All right. That is Raul Flores. So far, Eric and Raul. Let's see who's next. All right. Next is Marvin. Good morning, Marvin. Hey, good morning, party people. All right. You ready to sell yourself in 15 seconds? Oh, and, yes, and go. Okay, hi, Flor. By the way, she's bringing the vitamin D. I'm bringing the protein to the party, enough to supply everybody. And, you know, I'm a construction man, so I work. I got all the right tools. I know how to gamble. I know how to count cards so I can win everybody money. And All right. Okay. All right, you, had, you had me at protein, but all right. <laughs> all right, so that's Eric and Raul, and that was Marvin Flor. Let's move along. Who's next, please? Next is uh, Patrick. Oh, they're on that line. Next is James in Burbank. Good morning, James. Hey, how y'all doing? We are good. Are you ready to sell yourself in 15 seconds? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. And go. All right. Just letting y'all know, I'm not down to earth. You know, I'm ridiculous. We're going to have a great time. I like to party. And, uh, you know, if Floyd said she needs the vitamin D, I got the remedy. You know what I'm saying? So, please, <laughs> take me to the party with you. <laughs> All right. I like his attitude, but we do take a point away for telling us you like to party. Again, that's, that's just a sin. All right. It's a given, James. So that was James. We just have time for one more. I'm sorry. All right. Let's make it Diego in Anaheim. Hi, Diego. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. You ready to sell yourself in 15 seconds? Let's do it. And go. Right, so I'm at San Diego. You know, I'm, I'm, good, I'm good looking. I got a good head on my shoulders. Everybody tells me. Um, I'm, uh, I'm a good person. I work in IT. Um, you know, I'm ready. You know, I haven't had some fun in a while, so um, let's go out and have some fun. All right. <laughs> Diego was losing confidence <laughs> as we approached the 15 seconds. He was fading. Does everybody yeah, really I'm, tell you that you're a good person? Because that's a pretty cool place to be. Um, actually, yeah. No. Okay. All right. Not buying it. So. Not buying All right. it. All right. All right, Floor, you have a tough decision to make because that was a, a very energetic group of young men. So we had Eric, Raul, Marvin, James, and Diego. Was there somebody in particular that caught your fancy? Wow, we, we started off really strong with Eric and Raul, but, you know, I'm really liking the yum, hot, and oh, fun. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go with Eric. Eric, it is. Team. Okay, How that does that? work, I guess. It does work. <laughs> Congratulations, Eric. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You're, you're going to bring some friends. We'll see you in Las Vegas the weekend after next. Thanks to Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. More tickets tomorrow. Thank you, Flora. See you soon. Thank you. See you All soon, right. guys. Bye. All right. Bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie is out today. We'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, we are filling in on what's happening. You know, um, Comic-Con generates about as much news that is Hollywood-related as any weekend of the whole year. That's true. And there's a bunch of stuff we haven't even gotten to that I want to try to wrap up here. Uh, for instance, Kevin, Hall H at the Fantastic Beasts sequel movie panel. Yep. Johnny Depp shows up, by surprise, was not announced, walked out on stage in character, and delivered his anti-muggle rap. 
And here's the thing. We were talking earlier about how uh, James Gunn has been fired from the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because of jokes from seven or eight, ten years ago. Right. He's not working in Hollywood anymore. Johnny Depp, who beat the crap out of his wife Amber Heard, rapturous applause on stage at Comic-Con. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like yeah. it's like the punishments are not being affaired, uh, not being uh, applied fairly, it seems like. Uh, and Amber Heard, speaking of, was also at Comic-Con. She is in Aquaman, but they did not cross paths. All right, thing two happened at uh, Comic-Con over the weekend. Mark Hamill, who, as you know, no one has more fun being his character than Mark Hamill does. He loves clowning on Star Wars fans. He started out with an Instagram post that says, There's an unsubstantiated rumor that I am at Comic-Con right now wearing a mask to avoid being recognized. I'm not. But if I really was there in disguise, would I lie about it to fool people secretly talking to fans, attending panels, and having fun? I would. (laughs) And that's exactly what he did as he continued to post pictures throughout the weekend of him in a myriad of costumes. For instance, here's a picture of him wearing an NYPD jacket and hat and sunglasses at the Brooklyn Nine-Nine panel. Awesome. Nobody saw him. Nobody saw him there for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All right? Then they show him. Also seems illegal. To be wearing the New York yes. <laughs> police jacket. Yes. Also, they showed him in a what looks like an orange uh, Darth Vader mask. I think it's a Trump. I think he's trying to make a Trump joke here. He's got an orange what looks like a Darth Vader mask, and then he has a big old blonde wig on top of it. Mm. He's walking around on the floor. Yes, if you saw that, that was Mark Hamill. Here's my favorite. He put this one up on his Instagram. It's a picture of a girl standing between two stormtroopers on the floor at Comic-Con. Here's Mark Hamill's caption. Yes, that would be me on the left. You know the vertically challenged stormtrooper. That's awesome. Mark Hamill is walking around as a stormtrooper. I saw, I don't know, I saw 30 stormtroopers, maybe. Uh Maybe more. Well, you may have seen Mark Hamill then. (laughs) So weird. And here's the other big news that came out of the weekend. This was a surprise to me. Maybe you saw this coming, but... uh, Super Troopers 3? Uh, no. no. This is Joss Whedon on stage announcing a reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yay! He is going to be right. the ex- executive producer on the series. He has a writer that he worked with on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. named Monica Owusu-Breen, and she is going to be the head script writer for it. We don't know anything about it except that the new Buffy is going to be an African-American actress. Actress, And beyond that, we don't have much story. They're in the process of developing it right now. They're going to pitch it, and you can expect some sort of a bidding war. Who's not going to want to be in business for a brand new Buffy? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm in. As, as many shows as have been rebooted in recent years, Buffy is one that has got to just be considered a prime pro- project after seven successful seasons on TV before. I mean, what a huge favorite that was. So very interesting to see how that happens. All right, let's move on now. TMZ.com had a great interview with Kiera Mia. Kevin, you, of course, would know who she is, but for the rest of us, she's a porn star. Right. Uh, she looks a lot like Kim Kardashian, and her most famous video is a parody of the Kim Kardashian uh, porn video. And she has become very, very popular on all the porn sites lately because she apparently is dating 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, a lot of people are surprised to see somebody who's uh, an NFL player dating a porn star. We're kind of used to that with NBA athletes. You don't see it too much with the NFLers. Huh. That wouldn't but- stand out to me. Um, she, uh, this would stand out to you. She's 41. Oh. What player in the NFL is dating a 41-year-old <laughs> is my question. Anyway, here is what Korea, uh, Kiara Mia had to say about her dinner with Jimmy G. Jimmy and I had an amazing dinner, and he treated me with so much respect, and 
much. I've never been a fan of football. I'm officially a fan of football, and I can okay. promise the 49ers that they will make Super Bowl and win because everything I touch turns to gold. Oh, hello! Oh, hello! So wait, because she met a football player, that team automatically wins the Super Bowl? Correct. It does sound like that was her logic, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And finally, and this one is an, also an NBA, excuse me, an NFL story. Did you see the photographs of Tom Brady and his wife on the beach over the weekend? Did not. New England quarterback uh, Tom Brady, who is in his 40s now, has just appeared in his seventh Super Bowl, appears to be unstoppable. There's a picture of him in a green bathing suit with his wife, Giselle Bunchen, and he kind of has my body. At oh, this point. Really? <laughs> he, That's uh, surprising. He does not look like a professional athlete. I will tell you that. Does it matter, though, for all the people that were trolling on him? For instance, this uh, tweeter, Tom Brady lying about his diet. His body is trash. You know, that sort of thing. Right. Do- does it matter? Does a quarterback have to be ripped? I don't think so. No, but I think to avoid injury, he has to be strong. But it's not, it's not the season. So he could probably well, get back in yeah, shape pretty quickly. Yeah, the season's coming up, though. Yeah. I mean, it, it is pretty close, but I just, I don't know how buff you have to be to be a quarterback. Here's another tweeter. Wait, this is Brady's body? That looks like my body. I wasn't expecting that. My question is, who's looking at him if Giselle Bunchett is next to him? Yeah, and she's there in a tiny little black bikini. Right. But look, Tom Brady is going to be fine, you guys. This I'm sure this is some sort of psych out. This is some sort of his way to go, oh, I'm going to get them to put down their defenses because they're going to think I'm fat and out of shape. And then I'm going to go to another Super Bowl. It's just funny. They're like, what do you have to do to impress people? You know, you're, you're Tom Brady. I feel like you're winning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you can All look right. however you want. Exactly. Look however you want, right? Um, celebrity birthdays today. We love this guy, Slash, whenever we've had him on the show. He's such a nice dude. From Guns N' Roses and, of course, Velvet Revolver, celebrating his birthday today. Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe, also celebrating today. He is 29. Woody Harrelson has a birthday today. Charisma Carpenter and Marlon Wayans. Allie's back tomorrow. That's what's happening. All right. Thank you for being on your drive home today. Listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Tara Strong from Teen Titans. Go to the movies. Rebecca Ferguson, one of the stars of Mission Impossible Fallout. And we've got more tickets for you to go to the Kevin and Bean Built This Pool single party uh, as well tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.